0: Hi all and welcome along to a new episode of On The Streets. It's Sunday the 9th of February and the UK at present is being battered by Storm Curran So, not going out today, but decided to stay in and do some developing. I was out yesterday with the London Camera Project and Lomography UK on a photo walk from the Photographer's Gallery down to um, Waterloo, via the South Bank, and I took my box camera, my coronet, with me to do some shooting with that, and also my canon five hundred n um obviously, with the coronet I only shooting eight images, I shot that quite quickly um so I spent this morning developing that role and Again, I've had a similar problem I had with the um, test roll that I put through it, that although it's supposed to take 8 images, I'm only actually getting 7. The eight, For some reason, the 8th picture is not coming out. I'm just getting um, a blank image, a blank frame, so I'm not 100% sure what's causing that. Obviously, it's 120 roll, so the backing paper's covering everything. I didn't actually take the eighth shot. My daughter took a picture of me while we were sitting in the pub, and I doubt whether it's that that's caused the problem. But I don't know. It's weird that I'm only getting seven shots. But either way, it's um, it's okay because I've picked up two more cameras anyway. I've in the past week I've picked up a, a Kodak Duraflex and a. Kodak Brownie Twin 20 which both these cameras actually shoot 620 film but luckily one of them came with the spare reel and one came with two spare reels so I've got the ability to actually re-roll 120 roll film onto the spools from there which I tried this morning when I was setting up um, my darkroom bag and I wouldn't say it was easy, but it's doable. I managed to roll one roll of, I think it's Lomography Lady Grey, onto one of the 620 spools. So I've got that now set up, and I'll probably shoot that in one of the two cameras over the next few days or weeks. But yeah, developing the roll of 120 foam pan that I had. Um, again, it's a mixed bag. Some are overexposed, some are underexposed, some are exposed correctly. I don't really understand how people back in the day were shooting with these with the results. It's It seems, for me at least anyway, very hit and miss at the moment. I think I've said it before that I can be a bit precious about um, the way my images come out. And I should kind of let go of this, but especially using this type of camera. Um, That's why I've not been sort of the greatest fan of Holgers or any of them type of toy cameras, what could be classed as toy cameras. And I guess box cameras fall into that similar category. But I think I'm just going to have to, well, over a year, I think I might actually come to understand how they work, or maybe not. I don't know. Um, it would be nice to think that I will I will be able to get a full roll of not perfectly exposed images, but reasonably exposed, that um, they're not all up and down as the way it seems to have been over the last couple of rolls that I've shot, with this particular camera anyway. Um, with the two other cameras, well, with the DuraFlex, it's pretty much the same. It looks like a, a TLR, but obviously it's not... And the Twin 20, it, it does have some features on it, like it's it's got a song voc- focusing uh, ring on it, so you, three different settings. I think it's like close-up groups and scene, so which I guess is like landscape or you know infinity. And then it also has three numbers on it. It's got 13, 14, and 15, which basically they're the aperture controls, you can actually see there's a little window that slides across the where the shutter is so obviously it gives you different apertures but I'm not sure whether that means it's a, an F13, 14 and 15 or whether it's just r- random numbers they're using. Looking at the manual for it, it's saying if you shoot colour you should shoot it on the 13 but I've noticed and I don't know whether it's just this camera but the on 13, the shutter seems very slow. Um, it's probably open for, I don't know, maybe a second. Uh, a bit like a bulb on there. So it could be that the shutter's just poor on it. And it seems to work better on the 14 and 15. It's slightly faster. And I, I guess with all these type of cameras, they're slow, well, yeah, not very fast shutter speeds. We're talking 140th to... One sixtieth. so trying to shoot with them and getting decent images could be difficult or it could be that it's just me. On the subject of developing, I've said it before that my go-to developer since I started home developing last year has been Rodnall. But I did, last year I, um, I can't remember exactly when, but I did buy some, I think it's for Soul 3 um, developer which I think probably bought, bought about six months ago when I bought a new packet um, a new bottle of Rodnall and I thought today when I was going to develop my foam pan I thought oh well I'll use that instead of the Rodnall just a bit of a change but when I actually opened the bottle when I've used it before it's been a clear colour but this time it was a really dark brown so I'm not sure whether it's it's gone off or not. But luckily I still had Rodinol to use, so I ended up using that because I didn't want to end up with um, no film after shooting it yesterday, uh, just in case this uh, developer had gone off. So, yeah, I'm trying to find out, figure out whether it has gone off or it just goes like that with age, but it does say on the label that If it's in semi airtight bottles, it should only well, it will only last about four months, so I'm pretty sure that it's actually gone off. Unlike Rodinol, which seems to last forever, so I think maybe I will just stick to the Rodinol and not worry about using a different developer. (music) Yesterday's photo walk was a really well turned out event, I think there was about 40 people turned up might have even been more so um, yeah a big thanks to Rob from the London Camera Project for actually organising this and putting it on Um, he's done quite a few now in the last I think I've been going now yeah, roughly a year and I think I've been along to most of them and yeah it's um, I'm glad he puts them on and uh, I give a big shout out to him for actually organising it, because um, it can't be easy, especially with a big group of people like that, to sort of move around central London, which was fun, and uh, the weather was really good actually, much better than it is today. It was, it was a little bit cold, but bright sunshine. As usual, I think everyone had a good lot and enjoyed themselves, took some pictures, what it's all about really, um, getting lost. That seems to be part and parcel of, of these photo walks. And then finally, sort of spotting someone that's part of the group and going, Oh, yes, I we're with you. And then all meeting up again. And uh, yeah, a good couple of hours in the pub afterwards as well. So if you're ever in London and there's a, one of Rob's events on, I highly suggest you come along and join in the fun. Apart from buying new cameras already this year, which I said I was gonna try and avoid guess. I've also got involved in another project on top of the project box camera. Um Ian Barnaby Nutt and Sven Olaf Humberset from the Viewfinder Vikings podcast put out a call for people to join in to shoot some, I think it's APX Um, 400 and I think Sven has got quite a lot of bulk of this particular film stock and the idea is that he's going to send a couple of rolls out to I think at the moment there's 20 people involved and he will um, send out a couple of rolls to each person and the idea is that we shoot it but under the stipulation that we don't shoot it at box speed, we actually shoot it pushed and see what we get from it and the idea will be that there will be a zine at the end of it but I think he's also um, although he's taken on the initial 20 people I think he's looking to run this sort of every few months and add more people into it and create maybe three or four different um, magazines out of it I'm not 100% sure yet Um, but I'm waiting to see when the film comes through and how we will go with it. But again, it's another project to be involved in, which seems to happen a lot in the film community. There seems to be quite a lot of people willing to put time and effort into getting people involved in projects, which is really nice. It's nice to be able to sort of collaborate with people you know even if it's only over a few months and just shoot some images and see what people come up with it's yeah I've I've never sort of seen this been happening in um, the digital world and it it does seem to be that the film world seems to embrace this kind of project um, mentality which is really nice and yeah, it allows a lot of people to get together all over the world and, you know, collaborate. So I'm really looking forward to joining in with this particular group as well and seeing how this goes on top of my box camera project as well, which is off to a rocky start, but hopefully as the year progresses it will... um, it will leave out and I'll start to get images that I actually like. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. You can see my images at flaneur with a camera on Instagram or the dedicated Instagram account for this podcast at On The Streets Podcast. You can also leave me a voice message through the Anchor app or you can contact me via email at onthestreets at talktalk.net. Don't forget to take a look at the um, Project Box Camera on Instagram, which is at Project Box Camera. I, I'm guessing images from this month will start to go up soon, and subsequent months it will um, increase. So, yeah, once again, thanks for listening and bye for now.